and we back, and we back, and we back, and we back. Um, we broke boys, so I can't like insert the music yet. I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. So um, I'm gonna just start with good morning, good afternoon, good evening. My name is Reggie Bullock, and this is the This Is Recorded podcast. I'm joined by somebody you haven't heard from in a long time. Uh, could you please introduce yourself again? This is Shan. Okay, Shan Tigger, um, seven twenty seven. Can you stop or, doing that shit? Uh, <laughs> Who's your Yahoo account? Okay, no, okay, we're not going to go there. Um, how the fuck are you guys? Good, I hope. I hope you're having a good week. I hope you're like, oh, it's hump day, goddamn shit. Um, I hope you um, just, you know, having the blessed time. Are you ready for <laughs> your blessing? I've been feeling blessed, y'all. I, it's on my spirit, y'all. I've been feeling blessed, and I hope you should be too. So, um, yeah, as always, I'm going to tell you niggas things that you don't listen to, but I'm going to say it anyway. Please comment, like, subscribe, write a review on Apple Podcasts, write a comment or something on SoundCloud. My Instagram, this is recorded. You know I don't be on that shit, but just go to it and like it. Just have fun. Enjoy yourself. But really, um, the best thing you could do is show a friend, tell a friend. If I'm corny, if I'm good, if I'm great, uh, just get the word out there. This is recorded podcast, man. We do it for the people. We do it for y'all. We don't make no money, boy. We just doing it for the love right now. But um, want to get into uh, Black Panther. We've been meaning to do this podcast for a long time, but my computer has been acting like a fuck boy. But you working now, baby? So I love you. <laughs> you you're working. Hey, your own baby. So I ain't finna say nothing. So you get fucked up. But um. Yeah, um, Black Panther, man. I wanted to do, uh, like, a podcast immediately because I seen it the first weekend. I didn't get my tickets late like the rest of you niggas. Mm-hmm. And you couldn't get tickets. Sorry. But um, I didn't want to spoil it. But by now, I heard a lot of you niggas bootlegged it. Shame on you. Mm-mm-mm. But, um, yeah, hopefully you seen it so we can get into some shit. And I still won't tell everything. But, you know, we're going to get some thoughts off in our head. So, fuck it, let's get into it. Um, so, what was your expectations going into this movie? I mean, they were like, first of all, even if it wasn't good, speak on it. They would have thought that it was good. Because I was going to lie. Like, yeah, it was the best fucking movie I've ever seen. Because, like, we did too much for it not to. Okay. You know. And we I made just it. feel like people was hating so hard. Like,. Like, y'all purposely didn't, like, how hard we went and, like, dressing up and, like, having a good time. I feel like they did that, like, in reverse. Like, they all got together, like, we're not going to go watch it because they're so excited about it. Or why are y'all doing so much? Mm, You know? Yeah, you mean Caucasian people. Not necessarily. Um, But, yeah. Mainly, um, uh, 80%. just anybody who was anybody who was fucking hating, like, cause it was it was amazing, like, I just thought, you know, and then it was like, oh, I hope you guys go come together and and vote, like, how, nigga, we did vote, we just fucking lost. <laughs> I mean, we, lost. we did, and we didn't. I mean, what? Anyway, so fuck it. Yeah, you know, like we did vote. Nigga, we tried. Damn. Yeah, you know, like what one thing had to do with another. Nothing. Like, but my expectations were, like. I mean, I knew it was going to be amazing. Like, the previews were fucking amazing. Most of the time, movies, I feel like y'all show all the the whole fucking movie in the preview, and I don't feel like they did that. Like, they did a good job, but, like, you know, they you They really showed really... us some random scenes now that I think about. I yeah, don't remember. just, like, amazing shit, but, like, it was fast. It wasn't like they told too much. Nothing just that, like, funny parts in the... It was just really it good. Did, they showed like him flipping around into a car and shit like that. And that really had nothing to do with all the amazing shit that was in the movie. Yeah. I mean, that part was amazing too, but I took more from it than just the action. The action was awesome too, but like watching it, it was just like a, it was just like, it was an experience, I feel like. So mm-hmm. like, did you feel like an hour in? How did you feel like an hour into the movie? Um, first of all, the fucking opening scene, I was like, this shit is fucking amazing already. I was like, god damn, like, they just had so much, like, like, I feel like it was, like, telling a story, and it was, like, kind of, like, sand, and, like, it was building, so it was fucking, it was amazing. Um, it was and amazing. bringing it back to Oakland, shout out to Ryan Cougar, shout out to the whole Yay area. Um, 
for him putting his city on in the movie. It just was like, damn. Like that's what you should do. It's all these thoughts go through your head, and then like an hour in, I'm like, yo, like we were like an hour and a half in. I probably looked at my phone like, damn, and this shit still got like an hour left. So yeah. I'm like, I didn't damn. really look. I just wasn't ready for it to be over. I wasn't, but I was like, yo, this shit. I hope it's not ending right now because it's still so good. But it was good. Gosh, man, it, it, was, it was different. Just... It was, it was like, I don't know. It was empowering, like. For black people, for women, for—I mean, it was just inspirational just for all me. the way around. It just—I mean, really going in. So, how did you feel like the uh, vibe was in the theater? I mean, I felt like everybody was on the same like wavelength. Like, I, I feel yeah. like everybody was—you know excited like when the movie ended we all clapped like you'll get that like in your regular like i feel like they clapped and get out a lot yeah just i like, mean we really like yelling. going to see a movie that's good and a good depiction of mm-hmm. us or a thought-provoking depiction of us and we should not have to do all like it should be more times that we do that at the movie theaters it shouldn't be this once every two three years yeah but the vibe was because you know i normally be annoyed at the movie because people be talking nobody and we could be in an empty fucking theater and somebody's gonna sit right next to us but i was kind of sad because we wasn't sitting by um everybody that was kind of sad child tj sean leah um, Tasha. Tasha, everybody. Shout out to y'all. Yeah, but then after the movie started, I just forgot. Like, I didn't even. Yeah, you was locked in. So God like, damn. It. it was amazing. But, I mean, and then to me, it felt like everybody was there to, like, witness something great together. It was kind of like a militant kind of vibe. It was kind of quiet. Everybody sat down. It was like. We're going to prove to y'all that we can make money and make good things happen at the box office. Nobody had to... I mean, granted, we went on a Sunday, like, right after church or before church, but nobody... It was like everybody wanted to show that we can come together, watch something, yeah. do something. And everybody was just... It was just fun. Like, everybody nobody was talking. Well, we didn't wear, like, our, like, dashikis and stuff because we, did, we waited too long. But we were all black. We did. We're all black. And it was amazing. Like, it was fun. Like, that's what you should do. Like. I mean, black people are fun. Like, we're, we're very fun. So, it's like, if we want to laugh or joke, I mean, clap. Sometimes it can get annoying, but it's funny, you know, sometimes. Not okay. when niggas is showing up. And when you niggas bring a blanket, stop fucking doing that. If you say, <laughs> like, yo, if you listening right now and you're offended, I don't give a fuck. Stop bringing a blanket yeah. to the theater. That shit is annoying. It's dirty as fuck. Somebody, little kid, them pissed on this floor. There's candy everywhere. Not only that, somebody like, didn't sneeze. Fuck? That's probably why all y'all yeah. had the fucking They food. don't really be cleaning up. They're just trying to, like, get the big shit up off the floor. It's dark in there. How the fuck you gonna tell? So, hey, stop bringing your blanket. This is a um, public service announcement from the CDC. We live here in Atlanta. I work for them. Oh Don't my ask. God. Stop fucking bringing your blanket because you might get um, syphilis or gonorrhea. All right, babe, no. No? No. All right. Well, um, yeah, the vibe was great. I mean, everything was uh, <laughs> so great to me. Like, in the people that dressed up to see, like, older people, younger people, like grandmas grandpas and like to walk out of the movie like how was it and people actually like the vibe was like no other movie experience i've ever experienced in my life it was like great it was really it felt different it felt like being part of a moment this shit will be talked about forever and we did it we did it and we did like it. 20 years from now remember we went to see black panther Opening weekend. And... black panther's at a billion y'all worldwide they say black. They people, made it, mama. Black people can't make a movie go worldwide. We did it, boy. We did it. And also, uh, shout out to we didn't see it yet, but shout out to a Wrinkle in Time. We gonna throw that out there, Ava because Duvernay, they, you know, Oprah, yeah, uh, Mindy Kaling. Um, we got a African American lead um, in the role. You know, hey man, shout out to black people winning. Shout out to everybody, but shout out to black people winning. You know, this is. Always a good thing. Um, wow. Stop showing me memes. I'm, I'm working, mama. <laughs> I'm, I'm working. Sorry. 
Well, like, what messages were portrayed to you? I have a bunch written down. Okay. And maybe I might piggyback. Okay. I fucking hate that term, piggyback. Maybe I might piggyback. Piggyback. Off of what Shan says. But what messages were portrayed to you? Because I feel like it was a million hidden messages. But what were the ones that, like, stuck out to you? Um... Okay, so definitely, like, you know, empowering women. Like, their whole army was women. I thought that was beautiful. Um, what else? It's been a while, y'all. We've seen it. Yeah, it is. A, yeah, it, it's been a month. But um, what else? That, I just felt like. I don't know. You tell me and I'll like. Cause okay, I, can't I got a lot it. of them I'm written a... down. Yeah, you I wrote them down. Code. I got the cheat code, so I wrote them down. Number one, for me, in no particular order, number one, black women being so strong. That was you know, my that was, I that. was number that. one. That was it. Like, that really, I've never seen, like, a female army... And it's not like, you know, oh, she's the female lead and her boobs is out and this and that and she got on a really tight outfit. It just showed really... Or her hair was really long or yeah, she was really light like, They were bald. All of them were bald. Mm-hmm. And it showed that their natural beauty was shown and their strength, most of all, was shown. So that was number one for me. Mm-hmm. Number two, a black female lead. And I'm not talking about a light skin, like, you know... No disrespect to uh, the king is getting married to a black girl, but people are like, oh, I couldn't really tell. But you got to really Who's getting married to a black? Prince, Prince Harry? Yeah, Prince, whatever. Oh, he's not a king. Yeah, that, that nigga. Um, he's getting, uh, you know, not that. I mean, a real dark skin. Shout out to Lupita Yango. Um, lead, because that doesn't happen a lot, even in music videos. And we really got to get that message out of everybody's mind, the youth and everybody. All women are beautiful, but definitely you got to get out that, you know, only light-skinned black women are beautiful. Mm -hmm. The young kids, really, if you're listening, really understand, like, dark-skinned girls, like, or black girls, period, they're beautiful. Indian girls, whatever it is, they're beautiful. Stop getting your, like, in your head, because the TV shows you that light-skinned is beautiful and oh she looked bad but then like a dark skinned girl is like nah she's okay mm-hmm. we gotta really get that message out dark skin lead was great um uh the idea that really stuck out to me I don't know if everybody else picked it up hopefully you did on the outside when they go to Wakanda it shows it like a third world country obviously Wakanda is Africa so it shows you a third world country. It shows you like it's uh, rivers are drying up. It shows you it's deserted. It shows you it's ugly. But what they seen when they went inside and they in the know was a beautiful, vibrant, mm-hmm. big, beautiful city with technology and people and culture and everything. It was just so beautiful. And that's a message to us, like, you know, for me, like, hey, we all need to go out and get out to Africa and really see it and really witness it because it's like, we say, oh, I want to go. They got mosquitoes. They got this. They got that. They live in huts, this and that. We don't know until we go. And we need to go because Africa is beautiful. Africa is where some people think all civilization came from. I'm not for sure, but I wouldn't doubt it at all. And then, I mean, it's probably where we come from as black people. So that idea that on the outside people think Africa is like, uh, it's okay. It's really beautiful. So that was it. Shall I go on? Yeah. Shall I continue? Um, when the woman in a particular scene, some things transpire, and she finds herself in a compromising position, and they ask her, you really ready to die for this? And she says, for this, without question. For Wakanda, without question. That's really, really beautiful that, like, she had so much pride in her homeland and her country and where she's from. She's like, I mean, easily, it's a no-brainer. You know, it's like, hey, I'll, I'll die for this right now. No problem. I will really go and perish for this place. But then, um, in that same time or whatever, you know, I'm trying not to give Just away the movie. Just tell I'm trying not to give it away the movie so bad. But in the same time, the guy thinks about what she says. He really stepped back and thinks. 
And he's like, wow. You know, he looks around, he see what he done to his people. How he really started all of this and really followed a negative light. And then he realized, you know what? Let's just stop. And that's a message to all of us around the world. Um, listening to this podcast, not listening to this podcast, wherever you're from, where you at. That shit is funny. Like, oh, world star when, you know, niggas is fighting or... Oh, people watch videos and people getting shot and dumb shit like that. But is it? When we really step back and look at our people and all the shit we've been through, is it really funny to keep fighting and doing dumb shit like that? No, we need to step back and look at it like, yo, we need to do better. We need to stop doing all this bullshit. We really need to look at ourselves and look at how other people view us, which I really don't give a fuck, but it's like, when you see dumb shit going on, you can see why they view you like that. And that's why you get, you know, certain scenarios happen. But you shouldn't care how people view you. But when you see certain ignorant shit all the time, you can understand why somebody is thinking that way. Mm-hmm. Um, shall I go on? <laughs> yeah. I got a million of them. Not really. I got like three more. Um... And then it just showed, like, you know, also with vibranium, if you had, vibranium is power. So if you had that much power, what would you do with it? Because you can take out any country, any state, anywhere with it. But it's like, what do you do with it? Um, Michael B. Jordan character wants to do, has one idea for it. And uh, Chadwick Boseman has another idea for it. So it's like, really, if we had the power to take everybody out and gain back what's rightfully ours and get them back for all the things they've done to us, would you do it or would you not do it? That's also, like, thought-provoking. Like, with great power comes great responsibility. So that's really, I mean, a thing you have to deal with in your life. And what would you do with it? Because they say you really don't know yourself till you get some power. Like, if and power really right now in... Simple terms is money. If you get a bunch of money, are you going to start treating your family different? Are you going to start treating your friends different? Are you not going to carry yourself the same way? I mean, that's like questions to ask yourself. And that was really like, damn, with two people with two different ideas on power, you see where it goes. Um, and, you know, moving right along. Uh <laughs> Um, Michael B. Jordan Killmonger when he sees his uh, dad and he's like yo you ain't got no tears for me but when you corrupt the world and have it in a bad way it's like no I'm used to this shit and that shows like the ghettos like I'm used to seeing my homies dying everybody thinks it's fucking cool to put R.I.P. my nigga everybody thinks it's cool like free my nigga it's not really cool at all who the fuck wants to like lose a son, lose a friend, lose a anybody. That shit's not cool to like, and then like it's going to harden kids when they see that all the time. So it hardened, kill my, and it makes them draw hate. A lot of people when they're mad at something, it's from a place of hurt. Like I'm gonna go with 100%. You mad because it hurt you in some type of way. Mm -hmm. I mean so, and for him it was like he was hurt so he wanted to hurt the world. And his whole mission his whole life was to hurt the world and figure it out that way. So, yeah. I mean, that was a, a big thing to take away. But definitely, one of the strongest, and shout out to uh, Dre. Um, I don't know his Snapchat and all that. Um, but his, the strongest point that he pointed out, and I think a lot of people took away, that when it's time for him to die, it's say, you know, would I rather be in shackles or would I rather die? Bury me with the ancestors that jumped from the slave ships. Wow. You know, that, that shit right there is like, I'd rather die than be in shackles and chained. And I don't know what they were going to do with him, but that shit right there was like really, really like, damn. Like, and you like go through the movie and that part comes up and you're like, oh, you usually are rooting for the bad guy to be taken down with that is thought provoking like oh shit like I don't know you know and I mean that ain't telling too much of the movie because obviously the good guy tries to win all the time but it's just you know that right there was like wow it was really really deep 
and empowering and last but not least is to go back to your community to go to your community and build it up don't run away from it and you know act like you better than to go back by that community show them cool shit show them cars and technology and give them knowledge more than anything because i always say all the time like when you buy them basketball courts when you buy them backpacks and all of this it's all good and great but none of that shit talks back when you at home dealing with a drug addict mom or a grandma who's old and can't pay attention to you or a dad or it's abusive or sexually abusive anything what the fuck is that basketball court or anything gonna do for me or the you know nice backpack you gave me i'm very thankful and appreciative for it but these kids need guidance they need positive role models we can talk to kids or anybody till they blue in the face but when they see actions is way different so i mean just going back to your community and it like makes everybody like everybody should want to do good in their community and when they see wrong they should be the change they want to see in the world so you know i know i ran through that very quickly <laughs> but um there was just so many messages is there any message that you've seen that i might have missed um i don't think so i think you <laughs> I think, yeah yeah it wasn't like i spent like 10 it. minutes or so talking yeah, about I no no i covered them yeah Good but job. but did you leave the theater motivated in which way motivated did you leave I mean, I just left kind of feeling, like, proud. It was kind of like, um, like, voting in 08 kind of vibes. Like, it just was different. Like, really? it made you proud to be black. Like, I'm always proud. But it really was, like, being a part of, like, some shit. Like, being a part of some, like, great club that, like, nobody can't, like, take that from you. So it was, I mean, it was just amazing. Like, I I wouldn't, I wouldn't buy it. Nobody buys DVDs anymore, but I definitely am going to buy it. And I think that we're going to, like, watch it all the time. And it was just, I love that we got to let the boys see it. Because that's another thing, like, for little kids, for little black boys to see, like, you know, a super, black superhero. It's fucking, it's amazing, like... You know, he's not a fucking, like, basketball player. He's not a football player. He's mm -hmm. not, you know, a drug dealer or, like, a fucking... You know, it was just amazing. Like, he was, you know, like a king. Like, versus, like, you know, that's cool watching Power and shit. But, like, I mean, he's like a drug How dealer. How many times have we seen that story? Exactly. So, I just think it was amazing. And I hated that people was hating on it. Cause I felt that vibe. Like, that... You know, I don't want to say just white people. No, it was people. It but was black people. Like I mean, like, it, it didn't have enough action in it for me. Yeah, either. or why would y'all want to wear like that stuff? And it showed. Uh, somebody posted some shit like, oh, some like people just want to rain on your shit. Like you know, um, Egyptians that like I guess the kente cloth or whatever came from Egypt and Egyptians had slaves so you like why are you doing all of that yeah and I like, just and go then, fucking see the it. movie and because oh the white man get the money for that let me tell you something if somebody could give us a message of empowerment I don't give a fuck who paid for it because they took somebody else's money possibly and made a movie that super empower people yeah. so why the fuck so we'd rather have no message my brother or sister that's listening that disagrees with me. So you rather have no message on the largest of fucking scales. Disney, whether you like it or not, is the largest scale. Period. They got ESPN. They got ABC. They got fucking anything you could think of. They have it. So I don't give a fuck who put it out. But if the message is right and the message is trying to be portrayed as something of empowerment and to see my people come out and look like that and that vibe to feel that I don't give a fuck who did it because obviously they didn't know it was going to have this impact or they did and it could have been all for financial gain but I don't give a fuck if it was for all financial gain because how it made me feel how my nephew wants to see it how this person the grandparents People who never go to the movies wanted to go see. I don't give a fuck, once again, who did it. It's as long as it got out. What the fuck are you doing instead of being on your internet 
or being on this or that. What are you doing in your community? And if you are, more power to you. Keep going. But that shit has to stop. Yeah. Like, the crabs in the barrel mentality, I hate that saying, all that shit like that. That shit has to stop. Like, it has to end. Because we ain't never going to fucking get nowhere. At all. If if we keep going on like that, um, it, it's never going to end. And that's why I'm, like, even thinking about when black people as a whole, when we disagree. We need to stop disagreeing on, like, big platforms and this and that. Hey, call somebody up. Go have a conversation with them. Whatever, whatever. Even when motherfuckers... It's very hilarious when you niggas be arguing with your man or whoever. Or y'all... You fighting with this girl. Or y'all put some trifling shit about... Oh, let me tell you about this bitch and all that. But... You know who I don't really see on a large scale? Many other races. I don't follow a lot of them on social media. But on the TV screens and shit like that, I don't really see too much of it. They try to duplicate that shit... With the real housewives of Beverly Hills, not but then that shit don't slap. People don't really go to that. They love to see black people fucking acting a fool every time, like doing some coon shit. But you don't really see too many white people. I'm not saying that they don't, but you don't see too many of them disagreeing big time, unless it's fucking politics or some shit like that. Or gun laws, or yeah, or, yeah. they do. But not as much, but not on the coon level. I feel like that, like it's like oh, the love and hip hops, unfortunately, oh, yeah. I mean, and like the everything they want to have black people on there fighting and doing this, or like you know, period. When you disagree with somebody, to go on social media and blast them out and tell them about this and tell them about that, while white people and other people, period, are sitting back looking like, look at these niggas. They ain't never going to get ahead. They're never going to get ahead. You know why? Because the wounds of slavery so deep. That if you see or hear somebody running away, you go fucking tell. So it's like, oh, he's a good nigga. Because he goes back and tells me. As to where, like, people let their wives go in and have their way with their fucking wives or whatever. And just let it happen and shit like that. You know, we, we letting that shit happen to us when niggas keep... Doing coon shit and showing that we not strong. We look like fools when we doing all that shit. And it's funny to a certain degree. But then when you do it all the time and people don't take you seriously. Then what it is. And for me too. I'm tired of us like. Wanting. White people or the academy or this. Except fuck them. Do your own shit. Nobody shows up to the BET Awards. I heard that like was the main topic. The Soul Train Awards, all these awards have, like, gone away. And, yeah, they're not the greatest shows. But, like, yeah. everybody's going to show up to the Grammys. Everybody's going to show up to the Oscar. But some shit empowering all black people and showing greatness. Nobody want to come. Like, oh, I want to accept this award for such and such. Because you didn't give a fuck to show up. Yeah. Like, and, and like, I don't give, like, niggas don't got to accept me. That's why everybody need to get on their grind and do whatever they got to do with this internet. The way you're consuming this fucking podcast, it's ways for us to figure out our own money. It's not hard like it used to be. You just got to find a plan and figure it out. But the whole like, well, I need help from the Man, we can, man, figure some shit out. With the internet and all this shit and ways of getting stuff, it really opened the door for to make our own Wakanda. <laughs> How about Let's that? How about that, my nigga? So, hey, man, like, hey, you could disagree with me, agree with me, whatever, but all I want to see is my people, is black people win. I want everybody to do well, but I know how it is to be a black man in America, and I know what it is in our culture and things I've seen my whole life. So I want us to be on top, and there should be nothing wrong with that. And if you disagree with me, don't go like, oh, let me get at this nigga, blah, 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 blah. Hey, hit me, DM me, whatever. The fuck you want to do? Do whatever, but, like, that shit, all it shows is weakness. When niggas argue and do all the extra shit, it shows you're weak. And everybody's paying attention whether you know it or not. So, let's be fucking strong. Facts. I'm preaching. Mm-hmm. Don't you worry about this, sermon. You know? <laughs> you know? Um, how, so, how do you feel like kids are going to take this movie in? Like, do you feel like it's going to be an uplifter for them? Um, I don't really know. Like, 
it depends on the age. Like, I think, like, Jair's age, like, seven, you know, you may think it's cool, but you may need certain stuff pointed out to you. Like, look, he looks like you or whatever. Yeah. But, um, you know, for Dre's age, I think more, like, he'll get more from it. Like, wh- what we got, maybe not as deep as you got, but, um, you know, because remember, they saw it first. So he kind of, you know, like, the last scene was really powerful, you know. And I think it was more so, like, when the little boy was like, man, who are you? And it was like, he's, you know, he had came back to the community and was giving back. And, you know, Dre was like, yeah, that was just, Dre's different anyway. But, yeah, yeah on some, like, that was really powerful shit was, I mean, that was good for me to hear. Um, just to know that he kind of has his head on, right, you know, but, um, I don't know. Other kids may just take it. Hopefully they'll, they may not get it now, but I think they'll remember like, damn, I remember when we went to see that and I didn't, you know, cause certain shit now. We watch movies back and we was like, damn, I didn't know that. Or just certain stuff. Like I'm trying to think of something that happened and we was like damn, that was going on. Like, probably this wasn't, like, a great, like, you know, thing. But, like, the O.J. Simpson trials was going on. And I remember being young and, like, that shit was, like, such a big deal. Like, it may be, like, you know, they all, they talked about it all the fucking time. I feel like that shit went on for years. It was a long time. Yeah, but I just think maybe the same vibe may be for them. Like, they may not get it now, but, like, years from now to be like, damn. Like, I remember everybody dressed up. Everybody went. You know, it was amazing. And then they'll get it more. Like, what yeah. what the movie really means. Yeah. I mean, for the youth, man, the youth, like, and hopefully just more youth listening, I mean, everybody listening, but really for the youth right now, it's like y'all have a lot at your fingertips right now. Y'all can literally do anything. Y'all can really sit at home, figure out an app or something, anything that everybody has a phone, something that you can consume through a phone or buy through a phone or get through a phone and really make your own way. You don't have to wait on no. You all can literally not know what it is to have a job. If you could make something, and you ain't got to be like, oh, I want a million off the bat. If you could get enough money to pay for yourself comfortably and not work for somebody and just grow and build, you can do it. Y'all have, like, kids are, and I mean, I'm talking youth, like, three years old, four years old, five years old. They could retain a lot of information really young. Mm -hmm. So I'm never going to put a time capsule on who I'm talking to or who should be great because everybody should be great at any age. But the youth, man, you really have a lot. And a lot could be going on in your life right now. You could be down on yourself. You could be unsure. You could be getting ready to go to college. You don't know. Like, it could be things going on in your household that makes you feel weird. But just focus on yourself. Focus on your family. Focus on making everybody better. But truly, you can't love anybody. You can't help anybody until you help yourself. So really, just Dig into yourself and believe in yourself and know that you are great and know that you can do literally anything you put your mind to if you work hard at it. Everybody fails because they just quit trying. You can't really fail until you quit. So I could be doing some shit well until I'm 65 years old. And when I turn 66, it could finally work. So did I fail at it? Mm, I had some failures. And failures aren't bad. They're lessons. To make you better for the next time. But everybody wants to like give up. Because I mean making your own money is not going to be easy. Mm-mm. It's not going to be easy. You're probably going to lose more your first couple years than you gain. But look at any celebrity you know. And I guarantee you they either went through some years of doubting themselves. Or they've been very broke. A lot of them been homeless. But they worked at it. They believed in themselves. They kept going. And I believe in you. The listener, anybody listening, man, woman, child, black, white, Asian, whatever. I believe in you, that you could be great. So why not be great? Be great today, be great tomorrow, be great forever, because you are great. Just know that. Real shit. And my wife is great. She looked good. We was at the gym. Getting it in. Yeah. Yeah, I mean... 
So what do you think about like being black and black people? Is your black beautiful sister? Um, my black is beautiful. I just think it's just really like amazing. Like I said earlier, it's like a club that like everybody wants to like be in, but like you don't really want to like. I don't know. Like they want it. Not that they want to be black, but like kind of like you want to have all the like the culture and the you oh. know the sands and the dances and the music, but like then when it comes down to it, like. When some shit goes down. Oh, the police? Yeah. It's oh. like, oh, no, blue lives matter and shit. Oh. And that's cool, too, because, I mean, I... We don't want to see no. No, I get dying. conflicted because, I mean, not all police officers are bad, but it just bothers me how, you know, they don't care. Like, like no. if a black person gets killed, it's, like, always and, their and then fault. The, and then keep it funky all the way real. A lot of white people didn't want to go see this movie because a lot of black people... We're so, like, happy and wanting to go see it. So a lot of white people did not. No. I, there's secret conversations at everywhere that I could mm-hmm. walk by and hear, oh, did you see it? Oh, no, I didn't see it. Or I didn't see it. Yeah, I yeah, didn't want to see it. And stuff like that and hope you had fun. There's secret conversations all the time. Yeah, but I, I mean, I think being black is a beautiful thing. I've never ever felt not one time not when I was younger never thought that I wanted to be anything else uh, I just think it's an amazing thing like we're just a different kind of people like we're super like resilient and we kind of get through a lot and I think that comes from like slavery obviously like I mean we can get through anything and you know like we're just really also super like welcoming like this is a different kind like you know if you go to like a black not saying that I've been to white people's houses and I felt like super uncomfortable they don't embrace you like how like you've been going to your friend house and their grandma is there and their grandma like really and treat, say, make I don't, you a plate I, don't do, I haven't had a handshake since yeah I don't do I, I hug or whatever you know like it's just it's just a different kind of vibe and I mean I don't know I think that just comes with like how you're raised and stuff so I'm not saying like white people don't do that cause I don't no, really cause know cause some of them do but especially my, southerners yeah some southern white people are a little uh, different like yeah. I mean some of them are different like some of them different different, different. different. some of them is like Robert some of y'all different. are you know like us like, like y'all, y'all eat collard greens and they you know y'all like good. and they love right. going to some black soul food restaurants and like right and some I mean I love all people so I'm not trying to say it like that but Pay attention. You know, it's just different. Pay like, attention. being black is different. Like, we're just not boring. Like, I just don't think that we have, we have that. Like, we wouldn't fun. make fun out of anything. Literally anything. So, I'm proud of it. I'm proud of the movie. I'm proud of that dude, even though I don't know him. But, I mean, he, the the director. Ryan I mean, Cooper. you're 31, and you out here doing it. Like, you couldn't. Like, some niggas, you know, okay, I... She wasn't supposed to make it past 25 or whatever, and you a fucking like gazillionaire. Um, three movies, but those, mov- but those weren't no regular movies. Fruitville though. Station, for y'all don't know, Fruitville Station, Ryan Coogler, um, Creed, Ryan yeah. Coogler, and now this is third movie, Black Panther, and that's it. That's all he got. But, um, and shout out to Fruitville Ava Duvernay Station as well. was awesome. I mean, I would never watch it again just because it makes you mad when you fucking watch it. But it was really good. I mean, Michael B. Jordan was in all of his movies. I think they about to do the second one too, Creed two. I don't know if Ryan Coogler directed it though, but Michael B. Jordan definitely is doing it. I don't don't know. know. But anyways, it. I think he was doing um, Black Panthers, and it kind of like. The schedules were kind of crazy. Both of them were doing Black Panther. Yeah, but he has to be there more. Like all the time. Yeah, like you know, oversee yeah. everything. So yeah. Yeah. I, guess. I hate that word oversee it too. But well, why'd you say it? You love it. Because it had to go into it. But um, for me, I mean, to piggyback off of what you said, it literally was on my word, like on my paper here, mm-hmm. is that what um black people have endured and still to find joy. And everything to think about to be on a slave uh, plantation and to make up songs. And some songs were codes I heard, but even to think about to sing or 
to joke or to like, hey, I, I snuck this out for you. And to, mm -hmm. you know, what I really wish we would have did, jump in the broom, you know? Shit like that. It's like, come on, man, we will do it one day. We gonna do it. But jump in the broom, shit like, like, literally tried to beat, tried to kill, tried to rape, tried to steal everything from us and still we find a way we're really really resilient people we like anything anything we make up dances you know you know i hate when people glorify being you know poor and stuff like that but because it's nothing nobody should have to endure and you really shouldn't have kids if you can't really financially keep up with them and if you can't keep up with them but everybody has to do what they got to do, and I'm not knocking them for that. But even being poor, when people, oh, we used to heat the house with the oven, or we used to do this, like, we always find a way. We find a way no matter what, when there's no way. That's black. Black is beautiful, man. Like, you can't, like, knock it. And then, like, some days it could get hard. And, like, I'm sick of this shit, especially for a black man. It's like, my typical day is to wake up. Drive to work, hope I don't get pulled over. And the white people are like, here we go. But literally, the hope is really dark when I go out. I hope I don't get pulled over. And then when I get to work, I have to make sure I walk in a certain way that I'm not threatening to somebody. Mainly to a white woman or to anybody. Because I like to wear my hood or I have my scully on in my hood. But I don't want to feel like, you know, because you get the looks or you get the clutches or, oh, you scared me or something. But it's just like, into me at work versus me on the street, it's like you wouldn't even probably talk to me. You wouldn't want to look my way. You would think like, oh, you're different. But me at work, like, oh, Reggie's cool. But yeah. like outside, if I have a hoodie and this and that, and I'm listening to loud music, you're like, oh, here we go. Mm -hmm. But it's just like, no, I, I mean, I'm proud of this skin. I've always wanted to be me i thought about what if i was born in a different state which state i would but i never really thought about ever like what if i was a different race because this black is beautiful. like to hear outstanding at a cookout y'all um for somebody that all the great memes that's fucking going around like niggas ain't wearing these sandals at the cookout i ain't fucking eating it <laughs> um the different kool-aid memes how much fucking sugar is supposed to be in it like, all this shit, all this great shit that comes from nothing. Like, literally. Think about it. It comes from nothing. And we come from, you know, like, in certain instances, as far as slavery goes, from nothing. To make it be great and do great things. All the great inventors that were slaves and bought their way to freedom. And bought other slaves. That was a movement at one point. To buy slaves and free them. Let's free ourselves now. Let's make that movement fucking today to really start like freeing ourselves from these jobs, freeing ourselves from uh, negative stereotypes and freeing ourselves from negativity, period. It's a lot of shit that we all deal with day to day. Why bring negative energy into it? When niggas at your job or school, wherever, talking that bullshit about, man, fuck this, fuck that, I don't want to be here, whatever. Man, I'm happy to be alive, bro. Keep it moving after that. Like, get the fuck away from them. Because they're going to stay in that bubble. You ain't got to be in that bubble. You be somewhere else. And I really want to make it clear. Because, I mean, niggas going to chop this up whether you black, white, or indifferent. But for white people, they can take it as like, oh, y'all hate white people? Nobody's ever said that. Not once. It's like, you can hate some things that go along and associate with certain white people. But am I right that one time I got beat up by some white people or this or that now I hate all white people? Because all white people ain't do it. Those motherfuckers might have did it, but all people didn't. But people need to understand us, but not really either because I'm tired of that shit too. Like, oh, I wish they would understand. Fuck them understanding. Like, do you. Be yourself. Be black. Hit them folks. Um, do all <laughs> that sh um, shit. Do the shoot dance. Do whatever fuck you do. Be you. But um, stay black. Stay beautiful. Um, stay white. Stay beautiful. Stay whatever you are. And be beautiful in it. Because this world can give you shit. But let's make a party out of it. That's what black people have been doing for 400 years. Thanks. Anything else you want to say? 
That's a tough act to follow. Uh, who, who could have committed this vicious act? Could it have been someone on dope or crack? Um, I don't know. This was a very um, deep one, but take everyone to go see Black Panther. Yeah, go see it and go keep watching. Like I, when I left, my plan was to go keep going to see it, and yeah. shit didn't work out because he made me get a job, y'all. So hey, round of applause. Yeah. I ain't got no money for her machine. Blah, blah, blah. Um, so. she's been unemployed for seven months now. Um, and it was lovely. It was a good time coming home. It made me feel good to feel like, yeah, you know, told my wife she ain't got to work. But, I mean, it really wasn't like that. But it made me feel good to come home and do it. But it's going to be our reality that we're going to get there. I know it is. And uh, I really appreciate you for being so great and really enduring all those years of hardships and still managing to get your dreams and your goals manifested into reality. Thank you, sweet. You did a really good job. You inspired a lot of people and you know it. You definitely inspired me. Every time I see you, see you around. First time I saw you. Oh my god. I said, Oh my No, but I'm really <laughs> proud of you. Thank you. You did a really good job. Um I just wanna leave out with me. I've been seeing a lot of negativity. I've been seeing a lot of people down on themselves and shit like that. So, um I wanna say I hey, love yourself. Um, and you know, sometimes when shit is happening, don't ask why. It's really like, why not? Because for every time I financially take a step back, I feel like, you know, me and you may be arguing. I feel like I'm not getting along with my parents. It's that there's somebody that has no parents. There's somebody who has no house. There's somebody who has no job. There's somebody who has cancer. There's somebody who's diagnosed with like, hey, I only got a couple days to live. There's somebody getting in an accident. There's somebody really going through a lot of shit. So for everybody, like, hey, there's a lot of shit going on. That's bad. But for you, there's somebody going through something that's way worse. Mm -hmm. So let's take it. Let's take a breather. Relax. Kind of calm ourselves down. Try to be around some good people is all I can really say. It's really important. I'm around one every day. And I got really good friends. I got really good family. Shout out to everybody. Y'all know who y'all are. Especially if you're listening to the podcast. You're a friend in your family if you're listening to the podcast. Um, and just, like, love yourself. You really... That shit is so important. Because you realistically... Your children, your spouse, any, you can't love them for real until you love yourself. So don't get too down on yourself. Shit is going to happen. But beautiful things come out of bad, bad situations. People got to dig for diamonds. People got to really find that diamond. And you're that diamond. Rihanna said shine bright like a diamond one time. You better believe it, goddammit. Um, and just, you know, <laughs> let's go out in this day. Whenever you listen to it, hey, just be great and know you're great. This message is for you from the most high. God bless you all. Thank you. Um, I just have, uh, okay, so this, you know, one was kind of heavy. So I just want right now for you to give me your um, best three rappers right now. Okay, we got to light, we got to end it on a lighter note. Okay. Okay. No, you. No particular order. Okay. Um, I'm definitely going to go with Flavor Flav. Wow. Wow, yeah. Yeah, I'm, t- I'm kind of taking it back. Okay, wow. I'm kind of taking it back. Wow. Um, Definitely gonna go with um flavor flav. Um shit, you said three? Damn. <laughs> <laughs> shit. Uh damn. Uh let me see. Um on, let me go. Uh, damn, this shit crazy, man. Shit. If you need to, you can do four. Like No, nah, I might have to, to do four. Um Damn, I'm definitely gonna have to say the boy from um, Pretty Ricky. <laughs> um, shout out to that nigga, oh, man. man. Um, he's definitely yeah. a real one. Yeah. Ah, shit, man. Um, oh, uh, damn, man. This shit a hard one, man. Like, it's just so many. It's really so many. Um, 
You're so stupid. Damn, man, I got so many in my head. Like, give me one. Like, give me some idea. You gotta help me out. I'm definitely. All right, I'm gonna help you. Definitely slow down. Um, okay. From the Saint Lunatics. All right. Definitely one of the realest. Um, All right, I can help you. And um, I can help you. I'm gonna end this off with Chingy, man. Shout out to him, man. Shout out to Chingy. Uh, I want my son and bake America cash in a check. Oh my God, you're so trash. All right, so you this no ahead. no particular no order. This y'all. been my top. Like I'm not no gonna have a hard time doing it. I mean, these are her favorites. You can't judge her. I'm not gonna have a hard time doing it. Go okay. Ahead. Go off. Go the off. first one I'm gonna say, I'm gonna go in and say Nick Cannon. Damn. <laughs> I'm a jiggle on the lava below. Nick Cannon. Um. Also, uh, too short. Um, oh wow, freaky tales. Okay. <laughs> Too short. Um, and uh, last one, I'm gonna go with my boy Riff Raff. <laughs> oh, Riff Raff. Riff Raff was so yeah. He really has a fucking career, and they really take. I mean, no, he really like tours. No, he really fucking tours. Like so, we should go to next time. Shout out to y'all niggas, man. Hey. What show? Remember that show that Riff Raff was on? Yeah. Like they was making like rappers into like. I no, don't know he was they're... off of New York. He was. That's how Riff Raff originated. What do you mean he was on what? Trying to date New York. No, he was on another show before that. The white dude. Yes. No, he was on like a show with the dude from um, ATL, the one who like fell in the pool with his money and got mad. They were like, it was like, um, fucking Fonzworth Bentley had oh, a show. Oh, Jeez to Jen. He was on that first. Oh, shout out to you for that trash ass reference. <laughs> wow. From Jeez oh, to Jen. Um, wow. Oh. Reality wow. TV was trash then. Reality TV was life back then, though. How Netflix is a takeover for you young niggas that don't know. Reality TV, all these dating shows. Shout out to fucking Eliminate, The Third Wheel, oh Cheaters, Dance 360. No, uh, the Fifth Wheel. Uh, no, what about oh, next? When next. you get off the bus and they like, nope. Next. Oh, no. He's a loser. Next. Um. Trash. Yeah, shout out to all the trash ass reality shows. I used to watch Date, though. Shit, y'all niggas don't know about Uncut, you know, watching oh, Uncut. It was no. nothing but trash rappers on Uncut. Except for Uncut. when niggas used to watch Nelly Tip Drill. That was I the only don't time. think I've still seen the Tip Drill video. Okay, all kids, um, Google Nelly Tip Drill video and God bless you after you watch it. Wow. All you young niggas. Um, and ladies, no discrimination <laughs> if you want to watch it. Um, but uh, just have a great week. This shit was really deep, so um, I want to leave on a knock-knock uh, joke. Uh-uh. Knock-knock. Who's there? Boom. Boom who? Boom. There goes my dick. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so trash. I can't wait for the dad jokes. But um, No, that was really trash. Have a blessed week, and God bless. <laughs>